a little bit tonight. Are y'all ready? Well, I'm ready for this word tonight. We've been talking about vindication. This is the year of vindication. Everybody say, this is my year of vindication. Yeah. It's the year that I'm going to be made to look like I'm right. I'm going to be cleared of guilt. You know, I know at different times there are people, it might be somebody watching or whatever, there, there are people that uh, you got a record. You might have did some things. You might have did some time. You might have something on a record. Do you know God can, can vindicate you? You, you, you ever heard of something called expunged? Expungement from a record? Do you understand that God can expunge your record? Come on, somebody. He can clear your name totally of any wrongdoing. Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Let's get, let's get into this. Let's get into this. The title tonight is called When the Power Vindicates. When power vindicates. You see, our t-shirts say vindication. Shh, you don't have to say a word. And sometimes you don't have to say anything because it's not a lot about a lot of blah, blah, blah and talking. How many of y'all know people talk a big game? You know, the world says something like, uh, I can't say the whole phrase, but say money, money talks. Something else, something else, something else. Bull jive, bull jive. Bull jive walks. Y'all understand what I'm saying? That means people can talk a lot of blah, blah, blah. A lot of times they can't back it up. And I don't, you know, I don't want to be the old geezer talking against stuff that young people like. I know y'all like social media, but social media, one of the things, and there's some good stuff that can happen on social media, but one of the things that it has created is a fantasy world. I thought all it was was virtual reality. Do you know there's so many other realities? There's virtual reality, there's augmented reality, there's mixed reality. But how many of y'all like to just live in reality, reality? Amen. <laughs> Can we get back to some real reality? Hard to know what's real some, uh, uh, these days. Even now they got deep fakes. Y'all ever seen these? They can take your voice and make it say something, yeah, that it didn't say. And it's hard to tell if it's your voice or not. Some of these AI pictures, it's hard to tell if it's, is that real? Is that animated? Is that a real picture? What is that? So one of the things that has happened is we're in this altered state, altered reality. And so, so many arenas. But we want to talk about, go a little further, talking about vindication. When the power vindicates here we go. Let's go. Uh, Psalm 17 and 2, our key scriptures. Let my vindication come from you 
Because you see, and I add, you know what's right. How many of y'all know God knows what's right? If you get falsely accused, God knows that you're innocent. How many of y'all know that? If you get looked over for a job, how many of y'all know God knows that the job belongs to you? And just because you don't get it on the first try don't mean it's not coming to you. Somebody say amen. amen. Y'all yeah, been looked over for bonuses and getting ready to pitch a fit. How many of y'all know what pitch a fit means? And guys, <laughs> you know what pitch a fit? You're a pitch a fit. Oh my God. And ain't nothing like Fit pitching when somebody done messed with your money. Is that true? Yeah, you're going to pitch some fits then. But I remember some in me say, uh-uh, just, just chill out. Don't say nothing. And y'all, I got more than everybody else got. They was holding it because they needed to keep it confidential because they wanted to bless me. I thought they was discriminating me. How many of y'all know everything ain't racism? Let me hear you say something, black people. Everything is racism. No, everything ain't racism. Sometimes somebody white did a better job than you. White people can't do better jobs than you. It's quiet up in here. Are you just supposed to get it because you black? Right. Everything ain't racism. Sometimes it's some things that we need to learn or whatever, but here it is. We don't look for bosses and jobs Co-workers, fastful. Y'all know what fastful is? All the college students laugh. Yeah. <laughs> to vindicate us, right? Amen. Amen. Tell us what, how much money we can get based on that little algorithm or formula, right? If God wants your college paid for, how many of y'all know he'll pay for it? Y'all remember our twins that are probably watching right now? While we was in the storefront, I was preaching, and I looked at them. They was going for the PhD, and I said to them, God's going to pay for, for everything, including your room and board. Do y'all know that, that God paid for everything, including their room and board? For a PhD? I can't hear nobody. When God wants to vindicate you, he'll vindicate you. And I say like the late Pastor Gould, my mentor, I live in a world where God rules my world. And no black man, white man, yellow man, brown man, Mexican man, polka dot man, alien man, nobody can stop me where God wants to bless me. I thought somebody would say amen to that. Nobody can stop me. When God is vindicating me, because he knows what's right. He knows when it's going to be right. And watch this. I'm at a little twist to it. He knows when you're right. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Sometimes we're we not vindicated because we're not right. No good thing will he withhold from who? From them who do what? No, from them who depend on grace, grace, grace. No, from them who do what? Y'all don't know that scripture. Find that scripture, please, and let's put it up. Because you need to understand this. 
Nobody can stop you, and we're going to talk about this tonight. Nobody can stop you as long as God is with you, right? Remember Joseph, they kept trying to stop him, but God kept being with him. But one of the prerequisites for God being with you, right, number one, Joseph was a man of integrity. He always told the truth, right? Number two, he was a man of morals. He did not slip into immorality. Immorality. Sleeping around. Stealing stuff. Hello? Yeah. For the Lord is a sun and shield. I love the scripture. Do y'all love the Bible? It's so true. If you're learning to live from the Bible, you'll, never, you'll, you'll be successful. Listen. For the Lord is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. If you walk uprightly, God's going to bless you. Oh, my God. It's hard. It's hard today. Does anybody know what I'm saying is the truth? Yeah. No good thing will he withhold. No good thing. No good thing. Everybody say, no good thing. No good thing. Yeah, no, he's just talking about heaven. He's just talking about joy. He's a, no, he's talking about faith. You all see the word. Yes. Does God know how to say what he's going to say? Yes. He said, no good what? Thing. Let's see. Did he call anything good things in the Bible? He defined the fi- wife, findeth the, not calling the wife a, a thing. He's talking about marriage. A good marriage, he's going to have a good thing. Somebody say amen. amen. No good thing would he withhold. So if there's some things missing in your life, are you walking uprightly? That's the question. And are you prepared to walk upright for an extended time? Because remember, this whole thing works by what? See? Time and harvest. But the first scripture says, my vindication comes from you, for you see what's what's right. You know when I'm right. You know when the time is right. And you know what's right to come to me. How many of y'all ever looked up some of that stuff where... There was some money that old the, the Jews old. You looked up one of them little sites. How many ever looked at this? What's the site called? Huh, Uncle boy, y'all know. Boy, they said that quick. I can't even say Amen. I said, like, oh, Uncle, 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 money. Everybody know that. One. How many ever been to unclaimed money and actually got some money back? Yeah, that money was due you. That's why they had to send it. That's money that was owed you. Yeah? Everybody said, that's vindication. When somebody got to let go some money that belonged to you, everybody said, that's vindication. Yeah. That's God working on your behalf. Somebody say amen. I was somewhere up preaching or something, and somebody said, so, so I forget where I was. So I said, oh, yeah, there's some money. I was on the site, and that's all your name. And they had some money. Did you tell me that? 
Yeah, you was one of them. It's happened to me several times. I went up there, showed up, it was some money there. Y'all know I got that money. Because <laughs> God knows what's right. Somebody say amen. You sit around thinking you broke right now. I got $1,000 somewhere. You, don't go there now. Don't go to unclaimed money while I'm preaching. But do it after church. Somebody say amen. Some of y'all can't help it. You're still going. I know you're going. Look at uh, 1 Peter. No, let's go to Psalms 37 and 6. I love this. He will vindicate you in broad daylight and publicly defend your just cause. This is what God likes to do. It's what God likes to do. I don't think that's Psalms. I think that's Peter. Is that it? Let's go to Psalms 37 and 6. But y'all can go to it in your Bible if they got it wrong on the screen. He will vindicate you in broad daylight and publicly defend your cause. God will publicly defend you. You don't have to fight your own battles. The battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. Especially when the battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. Somebody say amen. amen. Sometimes it is your battle. Because <laughs> you've been jacking it up. So when it's your battle, how do you make it the Lord's? What should you do? Repent. Number one answer. Repent. Lord, forgive me. And can you help me get out of this mess that who made? I made. No. Then it becomes his battle. Somebody say amen. And he will vindicate you in broad daylight, publicly defend your just cause. All right. Now, everybody say just cause. Now, if you just killed three people in cold blood, is that a just cause? No, man. You're going, you're going to jail. Hopefully, you didn't do it in Texas. Because you're going to the chair. You know, uh, we, we got some, some people in ministry we know, and boy, they, did the, they do death row ministry, and, 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 and they minister to them people. They get them saved. Amen. But they go ahead and, and you know, they go ahead and get punished. Yeah. And, and, and many stories I've heard is that, you know, those people... When they, when they truly repent and they truly get saved, they don't even care about dying. Uh, once that story was told, uh, we was in a meeting, he was telling the story about this guy that uh, in Texas that was on death row and he got saved and he gotten everybody in his on death row saved, preaching the gospel to them and he had... Uh, uh, you know, even some of the officers had gotten born again because of his testimony. And uh, they asked him, uh, what do you want to eat? Of course, they give you whatever you want, whatever you want, right? I want some Popeyes with some uh, IHOP pancakes, whatever. You know, they'll give it to you. It's your last meal. And uh, they asked him, say, what, what do you have to say? And uh, he started preaching. Preaching the gospel right before, you know, right before. I think it was lethal injection or whatever. And he started preaching the gospel, preaching the gospel, kept preaching, kept on preaching. And, and, and the, the prison guy that was over the execution, he said, all right, Charlie, we got we to gotta get to bed. He said, I know, I know. 
Ano. And uh, he did thumbs up. And they say that the, the sound of that injection is so loud, you know. And uh, a few minutes he was dead. But God is a just God. Everybody say, he's just. Yes. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you, Peter said, they cannot strange when the fire trial comes upon you. But he said, if you suffer as an evildoer, right, what reward do you have? But y'all, think about the times when you was doing right. Think about the time when you was walking uprightly. Think about the time when you was trying to live for the Lord and obey him and, and doing the best you can. Not perfectly. Nobody's perfect. Anybody perfect in here? Not me. But you're doing the best you can and you still suffered unjustly. You still was falsely accused. You still came under demonic attack. And sometimes from your family, sometimes from friends, sometimes from people close to you, right? The Bible says he'll vindicate you in broad daylight and publicly defend your just cause. Somebody say amen. First Peter 2 and 7 says, Therefore to you who believe, he is precious, but those who are disobedient, the stone which the builders rejected, has become the chief cornerstone, has become. We talked about this, that many times people have experienced so much rejection in their life that it's hard for them to live for God. It's hard for them not to live for the ground, live for the weekend, get drunk, get high, or live for the approval of other people. So much so that they're doing things, acting away, that they, it's not even the real them. And sometimes so long, people act like this, they don't even forget who the real them is. They played a role so long that now, you know, I'm Pimp C, <laughs> whoever. <laughs> hey, bro, you're not no Pimp C. You're Brian Rogers from the third grade. I remember you. You smell like pee-pee. But people take on these personas, right? But it's all about power, and that's what I want to get to tonight. Have you ever felt powerless? Not a shame to say that. Have you ever felt powerless? Yeah. When you feel like you're powerless, that'll make you do some stuff, right? Like you're back into a wall. Like there's no way out. Like no matter how hard you try, you can't improve your situation. Nobody's going to help you. You feel all alone. You feel abandoned. You feel isolated. You feel like there's no, there's, there's, there's no sense in it. Why should I even live another day? I have nothing to look forward to. This is not going to get better. I have no power to make it better. The people I'm depending on to make it better are only making it worse. Anybody ever felt like this? All right. Now, vindication is the answer. 
David said, I'm not looking for other people to give me power. Because when you vindicated, you got some power. Y'all remember Joseph, he got vindicated. When he was vindicated, did he all of a sudden have power over everybody that has done him wrong? What about his brothers? He had resources. He was basically a millionaire. They had nothing because it was a famine. Did they have to come to him? Did he have power? You know what power is? The ability to make a decision. He had their life in the palm of his hand. Did he have power over the woman that had falsely accused him? Potiphar's wife? Yes. Did he have power over his old boss, Potiphar? Yes. Did he have power over the prison guards that was over him? Yes. So vindication is the power that you've been looking for. Now, when you feel powerless, you do all kind of stuff to get some power. Some women feel powerless, but they, they're cute and they got a nice body. So they're going to use their body to get some power. Is this true? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody growing up that was bullied, this and that, and this and that, hey, they find a way to work the hustle game. And, you know what I'm talking about? Get a little work. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Work. Mm-hmm. Buy some product. Sell to their people. So now look at, what is that? Drug. We're talking drugs. And now all of a sudden, I'm Nino Brown. And I'm using all kind of power because I never had none before. People do all kind of things to try to get power. And yes, yes, and we've talked about this so often. Um, do people sell their soul to the devil? Have these people in Hollywood and entertainment said that they did? Yeah. Yeah. Just to get some power. Everybody say, you ain't got to do that. You ain't got to do that to get no power. Because if you belong to God, who, what about God? Does he have all power? Come on. Even if you didn't know it's in the Bible, and it is in the Bible, Hezekiah Walker said, what? Power belongs to God. Right? So if you're serving the God of the Bible, you're serving the God of all power. So we shouldn't be out here craving power, trying to get power from any source. Listen to this. In society, and I'm just dealing with two of these things. There's a lot of things I could deal with. How many of y'all ever heard of power brokers? How many of y'all ever heard of gatekeepers? In every relationship, there's a power broker. There's a person with the power. You can see this. In elementary school, you can see it in kindergarten, preschool, you can see it in high school. There's always somebody at the table with the power. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Somebody that all the other girls are gathering around. All the other guys are gathering around, right? In a relationship, romantic, there's always somebody with the power. In a marriage, there's somebody with the power. And most of the time, it's the woman. Because she, she can do some things 
to her brother. Amen. And she got a lot of power. So, in society, in life, we're looking for the power. If we don't have the power, we try to find the person with the power. Once we find the person with the power, we try to please them so they give us some of their power. Listen, power broker is an individual who's able to influence the decisions of other parties. This is usually done through the power broker's personal or professional connections. Rather than through public means, such as explicitly lobbying for a particular decision. Gatekeepers. Gatekeepers are different because they're the people that let other people in to the power brokers, right? To the people with power. That can be an assistant, it can be a secretary, it can be, uh, it can be anybody. Uh, it can be a bouncer, <laughs> you know? You guys at the club, the exclusive club, uh, you come in, you come in, uh-uh, you can't come in, you can't come in. They're gatekeepers. They control the gate. They control access. Who gets in? Who gets into the VIP? Who gets into the backstage? Who, get, who gets in? Who gets in? They're not necessarily power people themselves, but I think, you know, Beyonce's assistant or whoever, I think, they, they, I think they're a gatekeeper. I think they're going to tell who, who can come backstage or not. Y'all follow me? And so if we don't have the power, we can't get the power broker, then we're doing all sorts of favors for the gatekeeper. The gatekeepers. We've heard a lot about gatekeepers lately. Yeah. Then Cat Williams spilled the beans on everybody, right? 2024, everybody's being exposed. My son got to say, he said just like it. But the gatekeepers, and now I'm starting to spell gatekeepers, G-A-Y-T-E, keepers. I mean, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, they, you got to do something gay so you can come in here? Yo, keep that. Hello? I don't need a rap contract that bad. I don't need to be in Hollywood that bad. I don't want to be famous that bad. I, come on, somebody. But them people got all the power, man. They make people do all kind of things to get some power. Somebody say amen. amen. Tell somebody you ain't got to do that. Amen. amen. Yeah. I, see, me at no pub daddy party, man. They invited me, I wouldn't go. Somebody say amen. amen. What do they want with me over there? I'm going to stay out of there. I'm going to stay out of there. Pastor, don't start doing that. <laughs> so what has happened in the church, now we're going to come on to Christians and the church. How many of y'all are Christians? You say, I'm saved. I'm born again. Okay. All right. So here's the thing, that we have a Christianity in our churches with no power. I wonder why all these people, pastors, why do they need these secular people? Like, why? What's it for? And it's because they want validation. But why do I need validation from these guys? Right? 
Because I feel like I have no power. But y'all, if we're the church, we're the ones with the power. Come on, somebody. I remember when, when we, did our, we did that album and stuff, and uh, I mean, it wasn't no big deal. It was just an album we did with our, with our youth ministry. But we, you have to, if you're doing like a real CD or whatever, back then CDs, um, you have to register music either with ASCAP or BMI. Is that it? BMI. And so we had to do that. And I remember during the Grammy season, the Grammys sent us a theme, you know, to fill out for our album. And, uh, and, and our album dealt with a lot of stuff. We was, like, really strong truth about homosexuality and stuff like that. And I began to think, I say, why would I want a Grammy? Like, Elton John standing there giving, like, if Elton John gave me a Grammy, what would that mean for me? as a pastor. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? If the world is applauding me as a gospel artist, when Jesus said, you're going to be hated of all people in the world for my sake, and the world is applauding me, Puff Daddy applauding me, Jay-Z applauding me, y'all, I don't need the validation. Somebody say Amen. I got the power. I got it. Because we're the church. Somebody say amen. This is a strong statement. I want you to hear this. I want everybody to write this down if you're writing it down. If you're not a writer, write this down. If you live your life based on God's instruction, he will back you with his power because there's power in the word of God. Listen. If you are living your life based on the word of God, written, rhema word, and no, written, the logos, right? And the rhema, which is his spoken word revealed to you. If you will live your life based on that, you will have more power than you can shake a stick at. And he will always back you with his power. Now, this is a promise. Is money power? People say money is power. Let's go to Deuteronomy 8, 18. What does it say? It says, remember the Lord your God. For it's he that what? Gives you what? Power to do what? So God wants you to have power. He don't want you to have to go through a gatekeeper to get it. He don't want you to have to sleep with this one and that one to get it. My wife was in there. I think my son was in there. No, me and my wife. We was we were with a, with a, with a uh, Stella Award winning uh, recording artist recently. And they told us, well, you know, and we, we, we said it too, say, why, why, why you not, you know, like, I mean, their music is the best. 
better than a lot of people's, definitely more anointed. I said, well, why you never got a Grammy? Why you never? They said, when I got into the industry, they told me the three people I had to sleep with, gospel, this gospel, the three people I had to sleep with to make to the top, and I never did it. Some of y'all read between lines know who that was that told us that. Did they say that? Yeah. So, everybody look here. That's what makes this miracle on this campus, that's what makes it so great. Because, I'm going to tell you, you might not look at it like this because you don't know the inner workings of the politics of religion and churches and denominations, but every pastor, anybody affiliated with ministry that find out some of the stuff that happened to us over here, the first thing they ask is, what, denomina who, what denomination are you in? Nobody? Who, who's your covering? See, a lot of these bishops want you to be under their covering. But they want you to be under the covers. Bad covers. Come on, somebody. It's true. No, I'm not getting under no bad covers. Y'all, Gina, am I telling a lie? Reel me in if I go too far. Y'all, we've been in, I mean, I'm talking about people that you know, names that if I call them, everybody, oh yeah, I know that. Okay, invited up to some kind of, we, we was, we was <laughs> Lord have mercy. They was having a conference. And so, you know how Prince had an after party? Prince would always have an after party after the concert. So these bitches, they got a, they have an after after party impartation. We're gonna impartate impart to the other sons and to my other, you know, to the, you know, and you have to be, you know, the who's who to get invited. So, you know, they say, well, it's gonna be, you know, midnight impartation, and man is anointed, and he's gonna impartate to the to, to these, you know, I was young back then. Gina, stop laughing. I was young. And 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 I say, well, man, this man is anointed. This man can preach. This man got a big church. So after the after the con bishop, don't don't do that. I, you know what's going on. He know what's going on. So after the thing, so we boy, we was happy, boy, we woo. I got invited. My name got picked to come to the impartation. Cause we under this bishop's covering. Man, we get in there, and so we get into the hotel. I can't believe I'm telling this. We get into the hotel, and um, <laughs> so first thing, first red flag, you know what I'm saying? You're in the hotel, man, like, bro. You know, you talking. I'm talking to my dude that's with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soon as we get on their hall, it's a suite. Oh, oh, lower your voices. Oh, Bishop will be out. And that's a dude. I said, okay. Look like Macaulay Cocker. Look like a boy. You ever see them dudes look, ain't got no facial hair, no. <laughs> I said, okay. <clears throat> hey, man, be quiet. You got to whisper. Because this man doing it. We get into the suite, y'all. No lie. We get in the suite. 
So we all waiting for the bitch to come out. First of all, I've been in the suite before. So if you're in a real nice suite, you know, there's a section away from the, bed, the boudoir, the bedroom. We in the middle of the thing, the bed right there. And so the bitch come out, y'all tell you no lie, in some red satin silk pajamas, two-piece, and then laid out on the bed with his feet out, shoes off. <laughs> I'm gone, y'all. Somebody say amen. amen. Now everybody didn't leave the room. I don't know what happened in the room. I don't know what they did. But y'all, how many of y'all know? I said deuces to that. What? What? What kind of impartation from the heaven up in here? You in some pajamas? Two-piece. Red. Satin. A man. But he can boost you. I'm sure he could. You need a covering. You need to get under the cover. I, no, I don't need no covers like that. Somebody say amen. I'm not getting under no covers. Come on, somebody. Because God going to vindicate me because he know what's right. If I just live uprightly, no good thing would he withhold. If I grow not weary and well-doing, I'm going to do like Dr. Ryan. In this season, I'm going to reap if I faint not, I don't need to be under your covers. I don't need, come on somebody. Thank you, no thank you. The pub daddy and all of them. <laughs> you go in different rooms and this, oh, this ain't my room. No, this ain't your house. You ain't even supposed to be there. Talk about I went into the wrong room. You went to the wrong house. I'm telling y'all, this is the stuff that go on. And this stuff is being exposed now, isn't it? And I'm so glad. I'm so glad it's being exposed because people need to stop. That's the body of Christ, y'all. This ain't no good. That's the body of Christ. We're not Hollywood. We're not the R&B music industry. And the same thing going on. And y'all, I'm going to say sometimes even worse than what's going in the world in the church. But how many of y'all know your pastor ain't did nothing, ain't kissed nobody, lay with nobody, took no money, stole nothing, took nothing from nobody. Everything that we got right now, I wish you stand on your feet with me. Everything we got right now, we got it because God did it. God vindicated us. It wasn't easy. But, we, but, but when everybody turned their back on us, when they talked about us, we stood for God. I don't need no power for somebody that ain't got no power. 
And I'm going to tell you the problem that's happening with that, that one bishop right now. I'm going to tell you what happened. He was platformed by another dude that was doing that same stuff. That dude became a heretic, left the church, started ridiculing church, and he, 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 he got sick and was getting ready to die. I, I prophesied that earlier uh, last year that he wasn't going to make it out. But here's what happens. When you let somebody put you up, then they're they going to they gonna hold it against you. So what this other zesty dude did was blackmail that bishop and say, you better come out and say something about this bishop that's dying and sick because you wouldn't even be who you are if it wouldn't have been for him. And he didn't say nothing. So then the zesty dude, come on somebody. He said, you know, I got stuff on all y'all. <laughs> but guess who ain't got nothing on? Yeah. Yeah. Me and Dr. Rogers, ain't nobody got no pictures, ain't nobody got no video. You ain't got to sort through somebody showing you a video of me and the, uh, 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 the, 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 mu the, the music and arts person getting together. You know, we got that going on in our own city. They got one of the biggest churches in the city and got video of them with another man. Also connected with that bishop. It's all a game. To some people. Somebody say amen. But you don't need no 10,000 followers and you don't need no 10,000 viewers for somebody to watch YouTube and pay your church off. You don't need, you don't need, you, you, you can have 100 views, you can have 34 views on Sunday and somebody see it and send you $100,000. And if you ask me how I know, <laughs> Somebody say amen. amen. Everybody say, I got the power. You got it. Hmm. <sighs> Listen to this. What has happened to the church is we've lost power, so we substitute all this stuff. So if I play Megan the Stallion in my church, you know pastors are doing that? If we have a puff, puff, pass service in our church, you know pastors are doing that? If we get women to swing around the pole on the Easter service, do y'all know churches have done that? Y'all, I remember 20 years ago we said, boy, what, what, what that day going to be like if when that happened? And y'all, all that stuff we said 20 years ago hasn't happened? The reason they have to do all that kind of stuff to attract people and to get a crowd because they don't have no power. Yeah. All these people is in the news right now. They don't have no signs one in the mirror. Ain't nobody got healed in their church. Ain't nobody just deaf got their hearing back. Ain't nobody blind got their sight back. Ain't nobody got no tumors removed. Ain't no, come on, somebody. They've been using all this other stuff, talent, excellence. Come on. LED screens as big as our stage, stadium seating, big buildings, event centers. 
They be using all of that because they don't have no power. Oh, God. Ooh, I wish I had time tonight. I already said something don't have enough. Let's go to Luke chapter 24, verse 46. This is how important power was to Jesus. Listen to what he told the church, the disciples. Listen to what he told them. He said unto you, thus it is written, thus it is behoove Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day and to rise from the dead the third day and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my father upon you. Let's, look, look right here. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power. Everybody say power. power. I hear what you're saying. Well, pastor, while we waiting, people dying and going to hell. So what? Don't do nothing lest you get the power. But people are dying of sicknesses. So what? Don't go nowhere, do nothing on my behalf, says God. Don't, don't represent me and you ain't got no power. And that's the problem in the church. That's the problem with some of y'all. Trying to witness and do all that. And you ain't got no power. He said, no, you stay and wait until you get some power. Go to Jerusalem and go to the upper room and you wait until you get some power. Because if you don't got no power, all you got is another book. Do the Mormons got a book? Mm-hmm. What's it called? The something, the Latter-day Saints? The Book of Mormon? Do the Jehovah's Witnesses got a book? Yeah. Do the Muslims got a book? What's that called? Quran? Everybody got a book? How do we know which book to believe? Because Jesus said, my people going to have some power. I can't hear nobody. You looking for validation, vindication, you trying to get in with this and that. Why don't you just get you some power? Somebody say amen. Look at Acts 1 and 8. This is what happened. But you shall receive what? Power. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you should be my witnesses. That's the difference between the Islam. That's the difference between the Hindu. That's the difference between all them dead religions, the Mormons. Oh my gosh. I love them brothers. I, I talk to them sometimes. Y'all, they are the most powerless people. Just flat like some soggy baloney or something. They don't have no power for nothing. You sitting there arguing with Jehovah's Witnesses. They ain't got no power. And most Christians ain't got none either. We got access to it, but we ain't got none. So that's why they say, well, who you with? Well, who, who, who's your bishop? Who's nobody? Well, how did y'all do all of this? God. He gave us some power. Somebody say amen. I 
after the Holy Ghost come upon you and you should be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, Samaria, and other parts. God wants to elevate you. God wants you to be a billboard. And that's why he's going to give you power. That's why you ain't got to bow down to nobody. What's that thing I told y'all to write down? Go back to that statement. What did I tell y'all right now? What did I tell y'all right now? Y'all remember? If you live your life based on God's instructions, he will back you with his power. We got women letting dudes live off them, doing all kinds of sexual acts for dudes that ain't their husband. Because they feel like I got to do that. No, listen, I'm going to tell you one more time. If you live your life, I can't hear nobody. Based on the word of God, God's going to back you with power. You don't need no dude to leave no $100 bill on the nightstand after. So you can pay your bills. Some of my single women look kind of, kind of nervous. And your children seeing that. Y'all, come on, yo. What we doing? No, go ahead and get you some power from God. Somebody say amen. Look at Luke chapter 10, verse 17. And, and, and the 70 returned and said, Lord, even the devils are subject to us. They have power through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Everything that's controlling R&B, everything that's controlling Hollywood, all that money, all that power, it, 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 Satan is running it. But Jesus said, I saw that dude fall from heaven. He has no power over my people. Look what he said. Y'all, this is so good. He said, I saw him fall from heaven. He said, behold, I give you power over him to tread on serpents, tread on scorpions, Come on, somebody. Over all the power of the enemy. Everybody say all the power. Does the enemy have some power? Don't let nobody tell you the devil ain't got no power. The Bible says he does. Jesus said he has some. But he said, I gave you power over all his power. All the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by, everybody say nothing. Everybody say no thing shall by any means hurt you. When you got power, you can't hurt me. How much is Donald Trump worth? Four billion? Do you think them little CNN broadcasters, what they say, you can't hurt this dude? Not on no finances. Somebody say amen. When you get to the place where you got some power, can't nobody, can't nobody hurt you? Somebody say amen. That's why I ain't got to argue with nobody. <laughs> I love Dr. Rogers. We, we, we got the same attitude. Somebody come over here. Some, you know, somebody come over here and say, yeah, I, I agree with most of what you say. I watch you on YouTube. I agree with most of what you say. Uh, okay, where's your campus at? Where's your YouTube channel? I'm glad you agree with most of what I say. 
Somebody say amen. amen. Who is you? So when you get some power, what people saying on Facebook, whatever, it ain't gonna hurt you. Everybody say, get some power. That's the remedy. That's the vindication. Just get some power. Hello? Well, I read Wayne Name the Main, and I, I agree with most of it. Okay, where's your book? Hey, who, these people, people are crazy. As if we care. Hmm. Man, I'm out of time. I'm out of time. I'm out of time. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I'm totally out of time. No, it's 8.39. It's school night. <sighs> that was my introduction. Okay. <laughs> it was. How many of y'all want some power? Listen, you already got it. All you got to do is walk in it. All you got to do is receive it. Somebody say amen. amen. And know that you are greater. Y'all, I, I, I just wouldn't trade places. You know, we talked about the dignity of a believer. But when you got power, you have dignity. When you're royal, you have dignity. Yeah, there's nobody in Hollywood I trade places with. Some of y'all would. But be that famous, have that money. But you know they had to see a gatekeeper, most of them. Name a famous black dude in Hollywood who didn't put on a dress. Not many. Not many. Come on, why? Because they had to go to the gatekeepers. Yo, you don't need what they got. Because we got the power. Y'all, we, we got the power, y'all. Y'all, you know what? The church has the power to solve all of the world's problems. We were at a conference recently, and a pastor was talking about how they just started decreeing that they were going to turn prisons in the boarding schools? Do you know they turn prisons in the boarding schools in this city? Start giving out degrees, start teaching them uh, their curriculum from the church. You see, it's going to get so bad, they're going to call on the church. Y'all, it's already happened. You know, I'm retired now, but I, I can tell y'all some stuff. You know, I couldn't tell y'all some stuff while it was going on. But y'all, do you understand that school principals, public school principals, told, asked me to come to the school with some oil and to lay hands in different classrooms and anoint seats and chairs? Because they say there is no other power. There is no other remedy. We know you got some power, Pastor Long. Do you know we did that and turned that whole school around? Yeah. You got to clap on that. Yeah. Turn that whole grade level around. Somebody say amen. Yeah. We got the power. 
It's my prayer that we start walking in it. I know most of y'all think I'm arrogant. I know you do. It's confidence, though. It's confidence. I don't have spiritual low self-esteem. I didn't have it when we was in the clubhouse. I didn't have it when we was in the school. I didn't have it when we was in the hotel. Y'all, really, those of y'all who been with us, come on, Anson, now here. Those of y'all who been with us, have, have, I, have my preaching changed? Did I ever compromise, worried about who was going to stay, who wasn't, who was going to take their tithe? And you can take your tithe and jump in the lake with all your tithe because I'm not changing, I'm not compromising. I'm, come on, somebody, because I got the power. Nothing you can do can hurt me. Because if God is with me, my wife say all the time, man, we had all the people that came to the church, we, we'd have a thousand members. I'm glad we don't have them. They don't even deserve to be here with us. Come on, somebody. You can't suffer with me? Come on. Because, you know, they sized us up when we was in the clubhouse. Sized us up when we was in the storefront. Oh, this ain't, this ain't. I remember one of the musicians, Cassie noticed, you know, when, you know, they, they used to come late and leave early and, and all this stuff. And uh, just couldn't count on telling me they're going to be there, wouldn't be there. I didn't have to play and stuff like that. And I talked to him. I said, hey, man, I said, I know you kind of playing this kind of small right now and weak. I said, but yeah, I'm telling you, bro, we're not going to be here forever. I said, but if you be faithful to me, to us, to me, to the church, and just keep your word, I mean, you know, we pay you a little money, whatever. I said, bro, you know, when we get our spot, you, you'll have it. Uh, Jonathan, wave your hand. Yeah, Jonathan is his replacement. Amen. But guess what happened, though? You know, during that going in conference, if some people couldn't be here, so he had to come play, and he was looking around. Boy, he was playing the mess out the organ. And saying, you got any? Who's, what, you think I can cut? Everybody say, no. 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 See, you can't be faithful. Come on, somebody. Come on, wives. You can't be faithful when that one-bedroom shack. Come on, somebody. You're not going to get to the five-bedroom house on the lake. But because it's seed, time, and harvest, we let the opinions of other people make us feel bad because we small. Because people like to small, despise small beginnings. Now, you're not going to come over here and, 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 like Dr. Ross say, burp on my stuff and, and act like my stuff ain't nothing. You're going down the street with that. Somebody say amen. We had the dignity at the storefront and we still got dignity now. It ain't changed. Somebody say amen. That's how you got to be. Sister, why you single? If you ain't nothing while you single, you ain't going to be nothing while you married. You better love yourself. Somebody say amen. amen. Hello. Amen. Think highly of yourself. Not more highly than you should, the Bible said, but the Bible is inferring you should think high of yourself. Amen. Let no man do this, do that, do this, all of this. What? I'm a woman of God. Hello? And you want to be with me, then what, 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 what you say? Bye. 
Boy, now, now my, 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 come here, Jenny. Y'all got to see the face. Come here. My wife, she don't play. What, what you say? What you say? Gonna tell them? Show them the face. No, do the face. She said, yeah, man. Have some dignity. Every head bowed, every eye closed. My God. We need your power. Oh. <laughs> Who said I'm tired of being powerless? Tired of compromising. Tired of living beneath what I know I need to live. If you will live based on God's word, he's going to back you with power. It may take some time. It won't take forever. He's going to back you. 